want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? And we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday, and welcome to the fabulous Big Bet my name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And with me, as always, is my co host. I'm a killer. I'm the dirtiest player in the game. I know one thing win at all costs. Kyle, welcome to the show, man. How you doing tonight in New York City? If I were to put one word on it, sweaty. <laughs> really? Hot? Yeah, is it, it hot there? hot and humid today you know i was on the bike i was walking the dogs to the dog park and it was just you know it was just a we're in we had this taste of the fall last week with some 65 low 70s and then today smacked in the face with 87 and humid um but nonetheless it's week two and we're in the swing of things I, I love the flow of the nfl season you literally go from monday night you get a couple of days to digest then bam, you're right back to, to Thursday night football. And then, you know, you get a couple of days because I'm a big NFL guy. I let guys like Dallas Hyder from our Rookie Rundown show, a bunch of other guys that love college football, I let them chew all that up, consume all that, and then give it to me in bite-sized pieces called the Rookie Rundown. That's Dallas's podcast that drops on Mondays. That makes my life easy. Very consumable. Because on Saturdays, I mean, we're still doing baseball with my son. You know, nowadays, when I was a kid, you played baseball in the spring and you played football in the fall. Nowadays, it's like you're pretty much playing one sport. So uh, I love that. And then uh, tomorrow, we'll have Kyle here with the uh, Fantasy Football Smackdown getting us ready for the weekend. We might add in your piece, a little waiver wire show. You had that going on YouTube on Tuesday. Not too bad. Yeah, dude, you were fancy on the on the ba- on the on the balcony on the patio, very fancy. Thank you. I had to add that flavor, you know. I'll be honest; it might be the most Tony waiver. No, excuse me, it must must be the most Tony, most dapper injury hit that you can find on YouTube. Doctor Kyle looking very fancy, sitting on the balcony there in NYC. Then uh, look for our boys Tyler and Lou this weekend on the Daily Destroyer. Uh, YouTube. Now, some of these points, when you're not out gallivanting at brunch, you're going to have to come by Football Sunday School. Come get blessed from a football perspective. Last week, it was me and it was Jesse, the other Kyle from the Fantasy Football Smackdown, stopped by. Help people with a lot of different stuff, Kyle. Maybe this time you could stop by for like 30 minutes. I'll stop by for 
30 seconds. You might bring your dogs. Minutes. You have two dogs? I'll, I'll bring a dog or two. You, you, you could bring a dog. It's dog friendly. The fantasy right. football Sunday school is dog friendly. So, man, let's jump into these big bets. Real quick, though, I do have a, a betting tip for you. Every week we're going to try to give you a little nugget to make you better betters. See what I did there? Better. B-E-T-T-E-R. B-E-T-T-O-R-S's. See what I did there? Huh? I'm laughing on the inside. Man. Are you? Good. Th- thank you for that. So I'll just tell you, a lot of people are doing more gambling content. You know, a lot of people are quick to, uh, to post winners on social media. Oh, got that one right. Oh, got that one right. Be real careful of those that never post their L's. Oh, had a loser. Yep, went 7-5. and five. Because here's the thing, Kyle, you know the answer. What do you have to hit if you're laying 110? What do you have to hit against the spread to be a profitable better? Like 52%? 53%. It's like 52.7%. That's, that's exactly right. So be real careful of people who aren't showing the occasional loser. If you're just taking their advice, and, and then they're just showing it after the fact. You have no idea what a degenerate they really are. And so Kyle and I, we're going we're gonna to be transparent. Kyle, let's recap last week. We'll, let's. Start with our, let, we'll start with our big bets. That was really our, our, our main <laughs> downfall. Let's go right through the no you, because you, we would be hip, hypocrites of uh, what you did. Yeah, we was we just want to cover real quick. So on my big bet, I did miss. I had New England minus three, and I, I knew I was screwed the whole time. Yeah. They were down by one. They were driving. I'm like, here here comes the field goal. They win by two. They're not going to cover anyway. You know. So I, I best case scenario, you get a jailbreak and maybe someone scores a touchdown. But that that. Did not happen as Damian Harris put the ball on the ground. But uh, I did have the under. But let's go about your big bet. Man, you you were probably on the same side as a lot of people because you had the Ravens laying four at the at the Raiders. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like I, the Ravens over the past couple of years under Lamar and Harbaugh and whatnot, they've really beat up on teams when they're a favorite, and that's what I was going on. But watching, I, I only watched the first half of the game. I'm, I'm an old man now, so I missed the second half. Um, something looks wrong with that team, I would say, relative to what we've seen in years past. Uh, could be the injuries. I also think, you know, uh, did, Raiders did you, could, could Sneaky have one of the best home field advantages in the league. Well, they got a club. They got a DJ. Yeah. They've got, they got bottle service. And I mean, crazy fans. And, and crazy fans. Let me, let me ask you a question. Did you see that ESPN, uh, it was the NFL on ESPN stat that I retweeted today? Uh, I don't know. That Jalen Hurts has more 300-yard passing games in five career starts than Lamar Jackson does in his career. You know that that mind-blown emoji? That was me when I read that. I was like, holy cow. Then uh, I was listening to a a football podcast, not fantasy or gambling, but just like a football recap show. And and they were using, you know, more advanced, like, I don't want to say next-gen stats, but, you know, High metrics, end, more, me, more analytical metrics, and it was like Lamar Jackson's regressing as a passer. He's not progressing; he's regressing. So and, I, I found that to be interesting. positive regression as the statistician. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what we call positive regression—that's progression. It's just, <laughs> it's just progre- progre- calling it a negative regression. Just that's just you trying to church it up. So we'll get back to your bets. We both missed on our big bet, but you yeah. went four and four. On total bets, uh, on on your actual likes, we consider those bets. Yep. You you were uh, you were correct on the, the the Jets plus five and a half. The hook saved yep. you. 
You were uh, over on the Vikings-Bengals. What a weird game that was. Broncos minus the deuce. And th- then you uh, you miss on the Packers. Man, did they look rough. Holy smokes. Yeah, what, that one, uh, what I don't is, know. I, I got nothing there other than, yeah, I got nothing. What, 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 what is, and then you had the football team plus one. Yeah. Um, they lost it outright. Is. And then the over, then you had the over 52. And a half on the, the Cardinals Titans. Yeah. Now I got to be honest, the the Cardinals did their part, um, and, and we'll get into this in just a second about what you learned in Week One. Then real quick on me on 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 my bets, I had the teaser, I had the uh, Rams and I had the the Niners both teased down, so b- both teams would have covered the spread. One thing I'll tell you, I heard this on another gambling pod, is you notice those games went from six and a half, seven, and the Cowboys game was like this as well, and mm-hmm. they shot up to nine. Do you know why the books did those? That was why? teaser protection. Teasers? Yeah, yeah they, they, they were trying to push it out of those key numbers of seven and seven and a half, which I found to be interesting. They must have had so much teaser action, it was just so much easier to just you know offer a bigger number with uh, some modified juice. So, but I did have the teaser correct. I was over in the Titans, excuse me, over in the Texans Jaguars game. I had the under in the Seahawks Colts. Again, the Colts did their part to make sure that under hit. So for me, I went three and one. I'm not going to recap all of our leans on your leans. You went five and two. Yep. I went four and four. So if yep. you want to, if you want to go cumulative across the weekend, Dr. Kyle was nine and six. That's profitable. I was seven and five. Profitable. So. So overall, we had a positive. We were above 500 weekend. We could currently, with with that number of bets, Doctor Kyle and I uh, could make a living as a professional gambler. But that's just the recap. So, but what did you learn before before we start jumping into some uh, some of this week's big bets and what's we got going on in week two? What was your big takeaways? Uh, I mean, aside from the fact that Vic Fangio got his first victory in the month of September. Oh, Vicky Fangio! I'm just kidding. Gotta watch him. Yeah, um, Memphis and I have fun on here. We have fun on Twitter where we'll just give each other shit because we don't care about feelings, um, and we both want to be right, and we want you to be right and to make money. That's not what I learned, though. Uh, I, I'm constantly replaying like this in my head, but the NFL is uh, – it's, it's a small sample size of small sample sizes, and it just makes it so frustrating. It's you know, And we'll get into it when we talk about this week's games, but it's just – it's so close every week. They're all so close. Uh, you know, and there's just so many moving parts and pieces. We got home field advantage back this year. I think, um, yeah, that, that's, that's it for me. For, for me, I'm not freaking out about the teams that had games against really good defenses. Like I'm not freaking out about the chargers or the football team. Both those defenses are really good. I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm on the border of the New York Giants because Denver's defense is really, really good. And early in the season, defenses always tend to be a little bit ahead. You mentioned the return of crowd noise. So I almost feel like a lot of people, like if you if you read the quasi-sharps on Twitter, it feels like they learned everything. I feel like um, it's th- this week is like a, a medical instrument or a precision instrument. Like I've got to get it recalibrated and tuned just right. Before I start making some of these picks, I'm, I'm looking for some historical data. Right. A, a, a lot going on. So before we get into the picks, I do want to let everybody know about my balls. And, and you know you know who else is a big fan of, uh, of freshly manicured nuts there, Dr. Kyle? 
It's another doctor. ACDC and their big balls? Well, no, it's another doctor. Ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. You heard him. I suggest you try it. You know, like Dr. Kyle over there in the humidity of the NYC, swamp nuts, swamp ass, just going sideways. If he'd cleaned his shit up with, with, with some manscaping, he'd be okay right now. He'd be okay if he had went to manscaped.com. He'd use promo code ZONE. He would have got it shipped to New York City for free, and he would have saved 20%. It would have been easy, Dr. Kyle. I mean, um, you're, you're, you're too busy talk, thinking about the retirement of Calvin No, Johnson. I got No, I want Greg, Greg, Greg Chirac. Or, or Chirac. G. Like Chirac. We just call him G. G. Chirac. Week one thoughts on Lamar as a passer. It's funny. I was talking about somebody. Somebody. One of my one of my patients at work today. Like watching Lamar play as a quarterback, he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. He looks like he's tap dancing, moving around, and like it's like, do I run? Do I throw? Do I run? Do I throw? And then it's like this quick, like unnatural. Look, I'm not a film guy, but he doesn't look like any other quarterback. Like he doesn't. I don't know. It, it just he didn't look comfortable in the the pocket, and he was unsure of what he was going to do most of the time. Well, but before I get to G's question about Lamar and his passing, I want to finish talking about my balls or your balls over at manscaped.com. Head over to manscaped, use promo code zone, take care of that Troy Palomalo in your pants and save 20% promo code zone free shipping. So there you go. Manscaped.com. So for me, again, I'm a baseball guy. I I love football. It's my passion, but I am coaching my son. In baseball, so I've got my finger on the on the trigger of 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 baseball as well. And with all things with baseball, they talk about a pitcher, and it's like, do you have another pitch? You know, once they figure out your fastball, what do you have next? And that's what I don't feel what Lamar Jackson has really done. You know, I will say this again, tip of the cap. I am not a hundred percent sold on Jalen Hurts as a quarterback or as a full time starter in the NFL. But I really feel like the the Jalen Hurts that I saw to start this season brought something new to the table that he didn't last year. And I watched Lamar Jackson. He still can't push the ball to the outside of the field. He really can't. And, you know, he does a great job of extending plays, allows his wide receivers to get open. I'm sure it will look a little bit better when Rashad Bateman gets back. But he had Sammy Watkins. He had Marquise Brown. He had Mark Andrews. there are concerns. I have not seen progression. And again, football people are using analytics and metrics to point out the fact that he is not progressing. He's either right at the same as he's been the last two, you know, year and a half, or he's tapering down. That's a concern. And I think that's part of the reason why you've not seen his extension done. I mean, he's got an MVP. Does, does Josh Allen have an MVP? I mean, there's not much difference, but Josh Allen got paid. So, anyway, I'm not going to make this the Lamar Jackson passing show. We covered a lot of that on the Dynasty War Zone this week. Let's get into the big bet. So, we're going to change this up just a little bit. We went back and listened to last week's show. If we don't have anything on a game, we're not going to dwell on a game, and we're not going to go line shopping for you. You can use thelines.com. Dr. Kyle, how sexy was it when I sent you that screenshot of my gambling apps that I have on my phone? As, oh. a, as, a, as, an, as an Indiana resident where sports betting is legal. To quote myself, quoting somebody else who used this one time, uh, I was hard as a faucet. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I have 16 legal outs on my phone. You know, and I was using that on Football Sunday School, you know, on the live show this week. I, I realized very quickly that if you're into player props, 
it really feels like Barstool has the best number and the best juice on player props. If you're into like unders, it felt like Caesars had a lot of good numbers on unders. So just make sure you shop it around. And again, I will continue to say this. If you like an under today, you might go ahead and get down on it because, again, you're always going to have the advantage of a COVID outbreak. If a QB especially gets COVID, I mean, that's going to drive the under down by anywhere from four to six points. To, could be eight if it's a Patrick Mahomes-level quarterback. So those are just a couple of things that we picked up. Uh, let's jump into Thursday night's game, Dr. Kyle. Let's jump into the G-Men heading to our nation's capital to play the football team. And when they rename these bitches, please keep the football team. The admirals, the presidents, the Red Hogs, just stop it. Knock it off. Football team's all, fine. Yeah, we've, and we've all finally got used to football. And it's, and it's, it's cool. It is. It's like, it's like it's Europe and their football clubs, or, you know, soccer leagues. It, for me, it's not even that. Think about those old school Heather Gray t-shirts that just said property of. I mean, yeah. is that like a, not a big seller? You get like a Heather Gray t-shirt with some burgundy screen printing on there that says pros, property of the Washington football team, that really cool you know, font they use for the W. Get out of here. But anyway, we have the, the football team hosting the Giants, the football team laying three and a half at home, over under 40 and a half. And all these lines are per DraftKings. We're just going to use DraftKings lines. You do your own shopping. You're an adult. I don't tell you when to save money at Target versus Walmart versus wherever. You shop where you find the best value, and, and I'll do the same. So, Dr. Kyle, what do you think of laying three and a half and total of 40 and a half? Yeah, uh, not touching this game. You know, it's I, I don't think we know most of the picture of either of these teams, especially with Washington changing quarterbacks right now. Um, if I had to pick a side, I don't know. I probably lean Washington, but like, like I don't like it. You know, I'm, I'm happy to move on to the next one. When as soon as you are, tread lightly. I, I, I got, I got really a, not a lot here. If I was going to go anyway, I would think, I think I would lean to the under. We just saw a really explosive offense with the L.A. Chargers in Washington, and they think they put up what, like 17, 20. I think those two teams yeah. scored 17. And the Giants, for all their offensive woes, they're not a horrible defense. Their offense put their defense in a bad spot on Sunday with some turnovers. So for me, uh, I would I would lean toward the under, but I feel like because of the potentials for turnovers for both teams with Heineke and with Daniel Jones, with them both being more mobile, I could see like a strip sack. I could see a fumble, you know, some interceptions leading to some short fields, and all of a sudden you get backdoored on the over. I'm not in for that. Nope. All right, next game. The Saints are, let's see, the Saints are at, are at the Panthers, the Panthers are getting three and a half at home, total of 44 and a half. Thoughts? You know, and part of part of this maybe ties into what maybe I learned last week. Don't underestimate Sean Payton. I think that guy is a top two or three coach in the NFL. Um, I just think he, he he's a game planner. He plays to his strengths, his team strengths. He can hide weaknesses. The Panthers – Barely, I mean, depending on what line you got, we got the Jets at five and a half last week. They couldn't even cover against that Jets team who had, you know, their offensive line is atrocious and now banged up and and their defense wasn't anything. You know, I, I don't know. Like, it was definitely a revenge game for Sam Darnold. I just think Sean Payton will be able to, on the defensive side, game plan something a little bit more complex to maybe get Sam Darnold seeing some ghosts in Carolina, some, some Carolina ghost peppers. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a lean. Saints. Was that a was that a Carolina Reaper? Was that a Carolina Reaper? Uh, you know, take there. I thought my jokes were bad. Um, <laughs> no, he, he, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not going to go as far, but I, I think this is going to be the battle of Alvin Kamara versus Christian McCaffrey in a checkdown battle. I really do. Uh, I, 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 when I when I you just look at the raw score and you just see that the the New Orleans Saints boat raced the the Packers, and you're like, wow, the Packers were in the NFC Championship game last week. But I look at some of this stuff that the the uh, Robert Sala defense. His last few years in the NFC West with the 49ers, they stymied some really good teams. They they held the the Cardinals in check a few times. They held the Rams in check. They they did well against Seattle in some slugfests. That Robert Sala defense is pretty tough. Now he doesn't have the personnel to make it as tough as it normally is. And Sam Darnold had an okay day. And then all we think about is Jameis Winston and five touchdowns. But you know he only threw 20 passes all day. His touchdown rate currently is 25%. 25% of his passes have turned into a touchdown. Is that repeatable? Is the New Orleans defense better than the Jets defense? I think it probably is. But this is a team that had like a nine-win total seasonal win number. So I'm not ready to go hog wild because that tells me that, that Vegas thinks you give them you know, two and a half for the home field advantage. That Vegas thinks that the Saints are six to six and a half points better than the Panthers. I don't think they are. I'm going to lean Saints with the better coach, but if Carolina were to win this game outright in a, in a whole bunch of different ways, so I'm just going to lean Saints and move on. All right, next game. You have a lean here. We have the Bengals coming off of their upset victory of the Minnesota Vikings. They're heading to Chi-Town. Yes, they're going to face Andy Dalton. Yes, you can save your tweets about Justin Fields better. Yes, we've all heard it before. Yes, we know he's better. And no... Matt Nagy, as of this, as the recording of this podcast, does not give a shit that he's better. He's playing the Red Rocket. He's playing the Dog Wiener. So, so what do you got here? You got you got the the Bengals at the Bears. You got the Bears laying two at home. So they 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 think the Bears. Well, they actually think the the Bengals. What is it? Do I get, am I getting that correct? The Bengals are the Bears would be laying three and a half. Yeah, I think the what Bengals. Do you, what are, do you call them at home field? Two or two and a half? I, 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 I'm just going to stick with three until I okay. see yeah, proven yeah. data that so if the 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 th- if home field is worth three and the Bears are laying two, they think the Bengals are one point better than the Bears. At least with Andy Dalton under center. Thoughts yeah. over under of uh, forty four and a half. By the way, right now I just I lean the over. Um, you know we saw that Bengals Vikings game. Granted it went into OT, but it was at forty eight going into OT. And I know the Bears defense has been feared in the past, but I don't think the Bears defense is what it was. Um, so I could I, I see this game probably going similarly to how the, the Bengals-Vikings game went last week, where it's just, you know, a little bit back and forth. I think both teams will be able to move the ball, the ball downfield on each other's defenses. And, you know, therefore, 44 and a half, you know, we just got to touch 24-21 to get over the top of that. Um, and that, that feels very doable with, you know, very mad defenses. I, I think it'll be, I have nothing on the game. I think it'll be real close to this. I think it's a field goal game. And I think 44 and a half feels right. You just said the magic number, like 24, 21 and kind of an ugly game. You're kind of hoping that one of the defenses forces like a fumble, like yeah. a, like a turnover score to help get this one even close. So I don't have anything on this one. We need, neither one of us have anything on the next game. It's the Texans at the Browns. 
The Browns lay in 12 and a half. I, I know they're going to be. It's so uh, tempting. I, no, it, it's not. I, I, I'm not laying 12 and a half. I no, mean, no, I'm saying taking the, taking oh, the 12 okay, and a half okay, is yeah. very tempting. Yeah. It's I, would very agree. Tempting, but, I would agree. Yeah. Veterans, veterans who know how to play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 it's kind of like one of those, you, you, you may kick my ass, but you're not going to destroy me yeah. type thing. So, so I, I think I heard uh, one of the football heads t- you know, almost compare the the Houston Texans to like um, like the Vegas Knights hockey franchise. Like they're sort of just like they're they're not a new team, obviously, but they're a lot of new players playing together. But they've all been playing for like, like they're all veterans who've been playing for a handful of years who, you know, Tyrod Taylor, like serviceable quarterback who can protect the ball, like running backs who have carried the lion's share all at points in their career and a bunch of like number two wide receivers i I don't know it's it's funny like it could be a really cool story to see if the texans win you know sick if the texans win like seven games this year with that with watson just standing on the sideline the whole time that would be very impressive all right i I got nothing i got nothing on that game all right this this next one's for you um because you have a like on this first like of the pod We have the L.A. Rams coming to my neighborhood, coming to Indianapolis to give my Colts plus three and a half. What are your thoughts? I like the Rams laying the three and a half. Um, I know I think I was burned a little bit last week trying to take uh, take road favorites. I guess the underdogs were great last week. Um, I think it's going to come back to earth this week. Uh Stafford looked every bit of confident and comfortable, and you could see how happy this Rams team is to play around him. You could see how happy McVay is to have Stafford as a quarterback. I'm I'm gonna ride that Rams wave. I think the Rams have the Rams. I think right now are probably a, a top four or five team in the league right now. Um, until I see something otherwise, they're healthy on defense. Ramsey and Donald are healthy. Uh, I think the Colts without a true Look, if the Colts offense had like one true playmaker wide receiver that like just rose above the rest, I think they'd be right there with a lot of other teams. But until then, it's, you know, they have a bunch of pretty good wide receivers and Jonathan Taylor. Um, so I feel like I'm going to need to see more out of them before I can trust them in their offense. Uh, so Rams laying three and a half. Yeah, I have a lean to the Rams as well. I just have conflicting data points with Frank Reich as the head coach of Indy. Frank Reich against the spread against the NFC in his career since 2018 is 9-3-1 against the spread against the NFC. I mean, they swept the NFC North last year, including including the Packers. So, you know, that gives me pause. They, they play pretty well on the team. Uh, they lost last year in Week 1 to the Jags. Not a big deal, but but here here is the one that that is the conflicting data point that that really um, that that really stuck with me. I guess as a home underdog, Frank Reich is zero and four against the spread. So I've got one data point that again against the NFC he does real well. Against the uh, being a home underdog, he's zero and four. So I'm just going to lean to the Rams. Uh, I don't. I just don't see how the Colts' defense, even if they get Xavier Rhodes back, can can really slow this team down. That offense, look, because I mean, it's kind of like one of those. You're just pick your poison. Yeah. Do you want it to be Tyler Higby? Do you want it to be Cooper Cup? Do you want it to be Van Jefferson? Do you want it to be Robert Woods? I mean, 
pick your battle. And the Colts have a good defense, but they don't have that good of a defense. So for me, I'm going to lean Colts um, just based on some, some conflicting data points. All right, next game. We are going, the Broncos are going to the Jaguars. Back-to-back road games for the Broncos, by the way. Vic Fangio got his, uh, his first September win in two years as a head coach. The Broncos are laying six on the road and a total of 45. What are your thoughts? Because you didn't really have much. Yeah, I don't have much, but I'll, I'll let you, you – you take it from here. I, you know, just – I don't think – I don't think Urban Meyer is it. It's just six points at home against the Broncos, who probably aren't going to be boat racing teams this year. It feels like a lot, but I'll hand that information over to you to tell us what you like about this game. Well, I, I'm going to mix two games together, so I'm just going to tell you for right now um, that I'm going to tease this team down with another game. So I'm going to tease this down from six to even to basically a pick them, and I'm going to pick the Broncos. I'm not going hog wild and laying almost a tutty with a guy who just uh, with a head coach who just won his first game in September ever. I like the fact that Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Um, I I also would lean. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to make it a separate bet, but I am going to lean. Uh, I'm actually going to put a like. I'm going to say this. I'm going to like this game. No, I'm not. I'm not going to put. The, I'm not going to put that on the record. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean. If you're looking at the total, I'm going to go under 45 points. I think Urban Meyer has gotten enough shit in the media this week that he's going to get back to basics and not have Trevor Lawrence throw the ball 51 times. Probably going to put some more rushes uh, on Carlos Hyde and James Robinson. I think the Broncos will see that the Texans were able to have Philip Lindsay and really Mark Ingram run wild on this team, and really you'll see a lot of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. So I think this will be a fast-moving game, a lot of rushing, and I see the Broncos winning the game outright, not so comfortable that I am going to go enough to go a full bet on the under, but I do like it, but that's going to be one leg of a teaser, so... Um, I, I will save that to complete the teaser here in two picks. Anything Just to add? A little, yeah, a little tease of the teaser. A little, a little tease of the teaser. All right. Next game, Bills on the road at the Fins. Bills laying three and a half. That hook scares me, and the total is 48 and a half. Not touching it, but how, how about the Dolphins having to play division rivals in the first two weeks of the season? That's rough, but if they can come out, if they can squeak a win against the Bills – that's huge for them, but yeah. Um, I would put familiar. them in the catbird seat. Yeah, the fabled. Yeah. I mean, we saw we saw the Dolphins get trounced by the Bills at the end of last season. Granted, it was in Buffalo. I just i I don't think we saw what the Bills really are last week, and I didn't see what I think the Dolphins really are against Belichick in New England. So I, I want more information on these teams before I trust either of them. A couple of really good young head coaches, defensive minded. Uh, I think I would. I think I would look at that under as well. I think some of that under is inflated by the last time these two teams played. I think the Bills are going to come out on fire, but I still believe Brian Flores is a very good defensive-minded head coach. So I would lean Bills if I could get it at three. It's currently at three and a half. If it was three point zero, I would lean Bills. But right now, I have nothing on that game. All right, this next game, we have the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots, when I wrote the show sheet, were laying six. Now it's five and a half. Um, I'll go ahead and complete the other half of my teaser. When I wrote the show sheet, I was going to tease the Patriots down to a pick 'em, 
you know, I had, uh, but I'll, I'll go ahead and take the full six, and I know it's a waste of a half a point, but I'm going to tease the Patriots to plus a half a point. So I guess if for some reason they were to have a tie, that would be just enough insulation that I could get this teaser through. But I'm going to tease the Patriots down to plus a half a point, the Broncos down to a pick em, and, and really this is just some, some numbers on Bill Belichick. You know, Uncle Bill, since 2003, because that's as far as the database that I was using goes back, Bill Belichick against the spread coming off of a loss since 2003 is 46 and 23. That's 66.7 percent against the spread coming off a loss. As a road favorite, he's 61, 46 and one. So he's 57 percent as a road favorite. Against a rookie QB, which Mr. Wilson is, he's 21 and six straight up against rookie QBs. And I think this line would be a lot higher than six had the the Patriots not fumbled the ball and scored. I think it'd be closer to seven and a half, and I'd still be teasing it, but I like it a lot better. So give me Bill Belichick. Give me the the angry, pissed-off Patriots against a rookie QB. I'm getting Patriots plus a half a point teased with the uh, Broncos in a pick over the Jaguars as my best bet. I know you saw it and you loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I've already I've already placed it myself on my bookie because that's all I got here in New York. Um, but yeah, I'm I like Pat's minus six. So the, the tease for both of them was great. Um, like you already said, Belichick coming off a loss against a rookie quarterback. That Jets O line looked bad, and it only got worse with Mackay Beckton going down with what I saw as a, a dislocated kneecap. Which if you saw my injury week one rap pod uh, or YouTube video the other night, uh, other day. I talked about that. I'm going to talk about those non-skill position injuries uh, every week just because this information is important for – it's important for fantasy, but it's, all, it's probably more important for betting. Um, I'm not scared of the Pats going into the Meadowlands. I think, if anything, the Meadowlands could turn on the Jets if that thing gets ugly quick, quickly. Um, so, yeah, Pats minus six is a like for me. All right, well, I'm going to give you a break for just a second, and I want to ask you about fashion. What do you know about them hate brand good goat shorts? Because I know you're a fan. I know I know you you rock. I had the t-shirt on the other day. It's a laundry day. I've got I've got to get some uh, some hate brand tees washed. But uh, you're you're a big fan. You like the five and six inch inseam. I I need I need a hate brand dresser, Memphis. I'm my wife. And I, I I've seen your collection. Laundry away earlier, and I'm like I'm like stuffing my my goat shorts in there. I'm running out, I, and I I'm hooked. I'll be honest, I, th- that's really what I primarily get is the goat shorts. I have some t-shirts. I do have one pair of the premium joggers, you know, but, but it's all great stuff. And if you have uh, women in your life, like me and Dr. Kyle do, you know, get your misses. They have women's leggings. They have women's, I guess you call them like CrossFit booty shorts. Mm-hmm. They're all there. It's hatebrand.com. If you're l- watching us live on the stream, I have switched the banner so you could see the correct spelling of both the promo code, which is Memphis, and the Hate Brand website. It's also hyperlinked if you're listening to the podcast. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can just hit pause, go into the show notes, tap on the Hate Brand Goods link. It'll take you right there. Two taps. Tap on the notes. Tap on the link. You're cruising around the website, and you're helping the show, and you're helping me and Dr. Kyle. You're keeping Dr. Kyle in goat shorts. Don't you want him to look good? Get those uh, those uh, milk cream white legs out in the sun. Do it for your boy. Let him look good. Use promo code Memphis and uh, get you some goat shorts. Get you a tee. Get some joggers. Jogger. Get some joggers, Doctor Kyle. I'll work on it. 
work on the get work on the joggers. All right, we're gonna get back into the big bets. All right, 49ers. Now they stayed on the East Coast. They did this the last two years. They are staying at the Greenbrier, which is in West Virginia. It's an old, fancy, highfalutin. My wife and I were going to stay there over our uh, fall vacation, wow. but it was like it, it, dude. They had like uh, like suit jackets, uh, like in the casino after like eight p.m. I'm like, what? The, the, this Not is bad. 2021. So get let me get wear out my of here. T-shirt. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the tuxedo says the, the tuxedo part says that like I want to be formal, <laughs> but the T-shirt says I'm here to party. And so it was it was more stuffy than I was going to be. But they're staying at the Greenbrier. They stayed on the East Coast after beating the Lions. They are laying three and a half to the Eagles, who beat down the Atlanta Falcons. The total in the game, 49 and a half. This is, this is where you, you give us hashtag analysis. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got hung up on a gone in 60 seconds quote there. Um okay. I don't like three and a half, but I've I've I see that it's already moved to three on DraftKings. So if you like the 49ers, hunt around for two and a half. Those are those are key numbers. We're not gonna see the line move just for fun between two and a half and three and a half. But the fact that it moved from three and a half to three over the past three, three lay hours, what? Three lay what? One ten. So I, I will bet that as soon as uh, as soon as I get to a stopping point with the end of the pod, because yeah. here's the thing. I, again, I have given a tip of the cap to Mr. Jalen Hurts. I think they, they looked real well, but I think they beat up on one of the, the low-key worst teams in the NFL. Agreed. The Falcons looked like trash in the preseason. They came out and looked like trash with a new head coach. I, th- I think you're going to see San Francisco starting to sharpen those tools. First game, new defensive coordinator. First game in a long time for Bosa. You know, they're getting the band back together on defense. And again, I've said this before. If Jalen hurts, but but at three, I will make that a like. I will move that to the like column if I can get the the Niners minus three. I'm in. I think there's a, a lot of public sentiment in that we just saw the birds beat down the other birds, beat down the Falcons, and we're very hype on Jalen hurts and very hype on Devonta Smith, and they could be great. But I have a team that two years ago went to the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm going to take. In what I know to be the better coach, if if you had to have one football coach coach a game for your life, you take a Nick Sirianni or or Shanahan. Well, are we playing football? Or are we playing rock paper scissors? Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a football podcast, pal. Okay, so all right. so, so I, I I'm gonna take Kyle. I'm gonna take the better coach on the road, experienced in these you know overnight trips, if you will. And again, uh, I I think I'm getting the better coach and the better end of the number. I hated the hook. But if I can get it sans the hook, I'm going to move it to Memphis likes the Niners minus the three. Anything else before we move on to the Raiders at the Steelers? No, you touched on everything for me there, too. You know, I don't love giving away the half point, and I don't have anything on this game. But if you wanted to tease the Steelers because they're at five and a half, too, like the Patriots are now, yeah. if you wanted to use that as a teaser leg with either the Broncos or the Bills, I don't hate it. I know pros would tell you that it's not the best usage of your six points, but and they're not going to tease through zero. But I've, if I'm just basically picking the Steelers to win the game at that point, yeah, and I, th- I think that's the right because if they win this. like twenty four twenty seven or twenty seven thirty like that game was on Monday night, yeah, 
I mean, I, I just I don't trust the Raiders going from the West Coast to the East Coast. But just to, if you wanted to hedge, I'm not laying the full five and a half. No, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I just uh, I think the Steelers are the better team. We just I don't know I don't know what the Steelers' offense brings to this game yet, um, and that's like the biggest question mark. Give me Tomlin over Gruden. Give me the Steelers' defense over the Raiders' defense. Um, but five and a half, that's a big number to uh, to lay. So I, I think. I'm with you. I'm not not touching it. I got no no likes or leans on this one. But if you wanted to tease it, I, I'm on board with that. All right. So this next one, we have a bit of a crossfire. Here's what Dr. Kyle and I will be pew, using. Pew, for, pew, pew, oh, pew. No, I, got, I got a better one. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. He's trying to copy. Oh, yeah, just... So he's so we have a bit of a crossfire. We have the Vikings at the Cardinals. The Cardinals laying three and a half at home, over under 51. Now, you like the Cardinals minus the three and a hook. I like Minnesota plus the three and a hook. We defer to you first and go. I'm just, I'm going to ride the Kyler Murray and this rocket fuel offense hype train until it comes to a a screeching stall. Screeching halt. Oh my God. What did I just say? Remix. I don't don't know, but it wasn't any, any kind of like of a language that I've ever heard. You sure you're a doctor? Can I see your degree, please? The Cardinals are at home, right? so it's basically saying they're a pick'em. Uh, what did the Vikings do last week against the Bengals to prove that they get to be talked about in the same category as the Cardinals? If you want to say maybe, and I don't even think it's true anymore, but if you want to say, all right, you're going to take Mike Zimmer over Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach, I'm cool with that. But the Vikings, Mike Zimmer is not the 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 cover guy that he was, you know, three years ago. He he. Stunk it up last year. He's probably one of the hottest seats, and his defense couldn't really do much to stifle the the Bengals. You know, Joe Burrow coming off his his major surgery. I think Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray looked great the other day, and they have so many wide receivers. They've got two very serviceable running backs, and and one thing that they didn't have last year that they brought to the table. Granted, it was I don't know what we we'll talk about Tennessee's offense at some point, but their defense, their their pass rush looked great against uh, the Titans. Um, so if this Cardinals D has improved significantly for last year, I think we're going to be, I think they're going to give the other teams in the NFC West and more of a run for the money than, than we're expecting at this point. And I just, I just don't see Minnesota hanging with them. Very well could be, but I look at it this way. I get the better head coach. And I do believe that the Minnesota offense can hang with the Arizona offense. I've seen Kirk Cousins put up too many 28s, 35s. And this is a, a 4 o'clock game. It's in a dome. So, you know, good weather. I'm not worried about that. I mean, it's September. There's going to be good weather most everywhere. But you get hey, your dog Your dog clearly agrees with me. And, and I look at it this way. Cliff Kingsbury as a home favorite is 2-5 and five against the spread. 2-5 and five against the spread as a home favorite. But my man, Mr. Zimmer, coming off of a loss, 31 and 15 against the spread. So when he when he loses, he comes back. He's 31 and 15 against the spread. He's eight and four against the spread as an underdog, and five and three as a road dog. So for me, I'm getting a better coach. I'm getting a better coach in line with the number. Uh, if it was just a three or a two and a half, I don't take it. But I think even if Arizona wins, it's going to be a field goal game. That I'm on the right side of the hook. So for me, I'm taking Minnesota. If you remember from last year, this is an auto $20 bet between me and Dr. Kyle. That's okay. 
I'm plus one for last year, so we're just going to roll it over in this year. That's right. I'm going to shoot your own money back at you. I hope so. All right. Here we go. We're going to roll on to the next game. We are going to talk the Falcons uh, heading to the Buccaneers. Getting 12. The, 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 The birds are getting 12 from the Bucks. Total of 52. I got nothing. If I had to yeah. lean anyway, I would probably lean the over. I think I think the uh, Buccaneers may get their offense on track a little bit, but seeing what a good but not great Philly defense did to this offense, I'm not in a huge hurry to see what a good, if not maybe great defense in the Buccaneers can do to them. For me, it's a pass on both the side and the total. Yeah, um, 12 is too big for me to like either side, and the, the total feels right. Um, uh, and And... At some point, I think Arthur Smith is going to get this offense moving a little bit, and if it's this week, I don't want to be a part of it. I could see them having some success against the air. We saw what the Cowboys wide receivers were able to do to the secondary. I know the one guy dislocated an elbow. I'm pretty sure Murphy Bunting or Bunt, whatever, whatever yeah. he's he's going to be out. So the maybe law firm at yeah, the Bunting. law firm of uh, something Bunton Murphy. And so yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, not a much bunch there. Uh, you have a lean on this next game. Uh, mm-hmm. Chargers at the Cowboys. I'm sorry, uh, Cowboys at the Chargers. Chargers laying three and a half. Uh, 55. 55. Biggest total on the board. Thoughts? You know, how many threes and three and a halves have we, have we seen and talked about this week? This is, gonna, this is a, a good, good football week. And it's, but, still, uh, it's still yeah. three and a half. Fresh. Yeah, and, and I lean the Chargers. Um you know, the Cowboys were pretty opportunistic last week against the Bucks in getting some turnovers and still handed that game to the Bucs. Granted, well, so, all right, so one of my – one thing I'm nervous about is the Cowboys do have the long rest, but I do believe this Chargers offense is probably better than it was last year, and they now have a defensive-minded coach, um, and I think we saw that's already paying dividends in, in how they performed against Washington – in Washington last week. So Chargers at home, you know, you're basically saying that if, if it's three points for home field, Chargers are only half a point better than the Cowboys. Well, I, I don't give the Chargers a full three points. I think that stadium might be 40% Cowboys fans. Uh, largest largest brand the, in the sports. The Buck Stadium sounded like it was 40% Cowboys That's fans. what I'm saying, man. So for me, right. uh, if I could get it at three, I think I might go Chargers. I think I really like the under. And I know that sounds counterintuitive to what we just saw, but I think that Chargers defense is a lot better than we think. The Cowboys yeah. are going to be without Gallup. Not that he's their wide receiver one. Cowboys I, are also going to be without Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence on defense. How do they generate a pass for us? There's just two. Yeah. I, I have more questions than answers on this game. So for me, it's a pass. You're leaning toward the Chargers. Minus a three and a half, not an official and if bet. It, if it squeaks to three, the Cowboys are a public team. Granted, they got some stuff going against them in the news right now, but if you know, if it squeaks to three, I'm I'm smashing Chargers. He, he, so, so wait, so 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 for if it goes to three, Doctor Doctor Kyle said, smash. He's gonna smash it. So uh, this next game, we both we have a dual like. We got to find some kind of uh, we're in agreement, like we're best friends or some kind of a drop for <laughs> when we're in agreement. We have the Titans heading to the Seahawks. Seahawks laying five at home, total of fifty-four. Now, if I if I had more confidence in the Titans' offense under Todd Downing, I'd probably lean to the over. I just don't. 
I, I really don't. And I, I just saw what the Seahawks did to the Colts. And here's the thing. What do you think the Seattle Stadium is going to sound like with the first full stadium since COVID? What do you think 12, the only fan base that has a retired jersey number in the <laughs> NFL, what do you think that stadium is going to sound like when, when, when they get rocking? It's going to be a mess. And what does Seattle have to be able to help kind of control the same thing that the the Cardinals had? They had, you know, good linebackers, good front seven play that can slow Derrick Henry down. For for me, I, five is a good number when I because like I do like the like the peekaboo. Like I try to like write down the lines before I actually go look at them. And I guess this one right here would be six and a half, seven. And when I saw it was five, I'm like, uh, smash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash that minus five. What were your thoughts? It, you nailed it all. I don't. I don't trust the Titans' offense, especially if the Seahawks get up early. Like Derrick Henry is a non-factor, and then they're just gonna take to the air. But you how know, would they, you beat? How would you beat if you if you were laying out the game plan? If you were Sean Waldron and you were Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and you were in those offensive meetings, how would you go about attacking this Tennessee Titans, you know, defense? Air it out. You would air it out. You would stretch them thin because the Colts have a decent secondary, but their secondary is a hell of a lot better than than the Titans. And we just saw DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and all the weapons. Gerald Everett. Everybody had a day, had a nice little day against the Colts. And I, I think the Colts got a better pass rush than the Titans. I don't know how they disrupt Russ. I don't know how they they keep up. And, and how do you how do you slow down Tennessee? You slow down Derrick Henry. And I got news for you. I, I watched it a little bit. I don't think Julio looks good. I know, you know, no. he's still Julio. He's still th- he does not look right. And let me let me ask you a question: How many outside of Randy Moss? But it was the Raiders, so I do have that one caveat. How many other wide receivers like that do you just see? You know, kind of given away. I mean, I guess DeAndre Hopkins also went for a second, but it was like a second and a fourth, and David Johnson and a con. It was yeah, but he was also like coming off of like a thirteen hundred yard season, and he wasn't even. He's not even close to 30 yet, at that point even. Yeah, I don't think he's 30 now. I think he's 29, no. going to be 30. And, yeah. you know, Julio Jones hasn't played 70% of an off of a, of a team's offensive snap in, snaps in years. I don't know. I watched the game. Uh, he just didn't look good. I mean, just it's purely the eyeball test, which, you know, we try to back it up with data. But just watching that game, watching the, the all 22 from – he just didn't look good. Maybe I'm missing something. I'm not a pro scout. I don't pretend to be. So – just the, the brief eyeball test. I can't get behind this Tennessee offense, and I can't get behind Todd Downey. Give me, give me the Hawks. I'll lay the five on the road. Yeah, let's let's tag team that one. All right, so you have a lean on the next game. You have the Chiefs on the road at the Ravens. The Chiefs, what a, what a difference a year makes. Last year, this game, the Ravens were giving up three and a half at home. Now, it's a full touchdown swing as the Chiefs are giving up three and a half on the road at Baltimore. Yeah, and for me, it's you know what I talked about in the recap of the Ravens Raiders earlier. I don't think Lamar Jackson looks like a quarterback at this point. They also just lost their left guard. You know, their you know their patchwork at running back. Which you know you talk you talk about like where you know Christian McCaffrey is like he's a running back that's worth a full point when it comes to the lines. Like if Christian McCaffrey gets injured tomorrow, that line could move a point. So, and generally, you know, okay, did it move from Dobbins to Gus Edwards? Did it move from Gus Edwards to Justice Hill, Justin Hill? And it, it's minuscule, but we saw instances on Monday night where, um, you know, Tyson uh, Williams, I believe his name, like 
you know, a little bit of a botched handoff with, um, you know, the, the RPO or, you know, the zone read and lack of blitz pickup. And those are key things, especially now as the, the weapons dwindle in Baltimore and the offensive line is, is it's, I mean, it's not what it was nine days ago, let alone last year. Um, I think I'm getting the better coach in Andy Reid. I think I'm, I know I'm getting the better quarterback and the better offensive weapons in Kansas city. And the Ravens are not built to play from behind. They're not built to play from behind. And so if the chiefs get out in front, it's just, I think they're going to run away with it. Um, that, that's why I like the chiefs at three and a half laying it. I'll monitor the money, but if the chiefs get down to three, I might, I might put something on it, but right now I got nothing. Um, I, I think the, the Chiefs are the Ravens kryptonite because the, the Ravens can get ahead of the, the Chiefs and the Chiefs can come back. Yeah. Remember, the Chiefs erased a 24-point deficit against the Texans a few years ago in the AFC Championship game. But if the Chiefs get up 17 or 24 on the Ravens, it's done. Just you know, go to bed early because unless you need the fantasy points, you can just go to bed. So for me, I, I, if it was three, I'd lean Chiefs. Uh, final game, Lions heading to the Packers, getting 11 and a half. You like the over, you like for over 48. Tell me about it. Uh, and this is going to be my big bet, Memphis. The uh, I, I think this total reflects a combination of the Lions' inability to score last year um, and the Packers' inability to score last week. I think this week is going to be the Aaron Rodgers Packers offense coming out party against the Lions defense that could not do anything to stop the 49ers last week. You know, and the, and the 49ers put up a lot of points in the first half and early in the third quarter and then let off the gas both on offense and defense. And, you know, the Lions, you know, DeAndre Swifted and Jamal Williams, their ways back. Um, so I'm, I'm going to capture this total because I think this total might move up over the next few days just with what the Lions were able to do on offense last week and what I think the Packers are going to be able to do this week. All right, I'm going to do a quick spot check of the weather because, you know what, the more I think about it, you know, what's always a good bet? A good team that's well coached with a good quarterback that just got embarrassed. I, 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 want, to, I want to ride that team. I don't want to ride them so much that I want to lay 11.5 points. But I'm looking at Monday night. It should be a high of 84, low of 63. That's ideal weather. I think Green Bay is going to want to come out. And, and if Green Bay puts up a 35-burger, yeah. And that's not huge. If they put up 35, 38 points, you only need Green Bay at that point to, to put up 10 to yeah. 10, 13 points to cash. Yeah. And, you know, for whatever we think about that Lions team and head coach, I think that team can score. I think the I, offensive and I, and I think line. They, I think they've got coaches they want to play for. They, they, like that team. They had I'm, no quit I'm, in them. I'm a Dan Campbell fan. I am too. I, I, I yeah. think it's an act. I don't think you spend, what, five or six years under the tutelage of a Sean Payton. Yeah, you can play the role of the tough guy knucklehead. But I, I think I think he digs it there, and I think his team plays hard for him. So, um, you know what? I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go over. It's not a big bet for me. It's a one, so just, a, just a single bet, but I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go over. That'll give me five bets. You have five bets. Let's recap yours, then I'll recap mine, and then okay. we'll get out of here. Then we'll get out of here. You have the you you have a uh, the Rams minus three and a half. Yep. You have the Pats minus six. You have the Cards minus three and a half. You have the Seahawks minus five, and you're over forty eight Packers Lions. I get that correct. Okay, perfect. 
So mine, I have five as well. I have the two-team teaser. I have the Broncos uh, moved from, from laying six down to pick them, teased down to, to, to pick them. I have the, the Patriots teased down from pl- uh, minus five and a half to plus a half a point. So that's one bet. I have the 49ers at lane three to the Eagles. I have Minnesota plus three and a half in Dr. Kyle and I's crossfire. And then I also have the Seahawks and the over in the Lions Packers. So there you go. We have two common games, two, two bets that we like. We have a crossfire and a teaser. I, th- I think we're on a good we're on a good track here. Which, which one's your big bet, Memphis? The the teaser the teaser was oh, my big right, bet. Right, right. The, t- okay. the teaser, yeah, for sure. That's that's my uh, that's going to be my my big bet of the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to get back on the wagon on Sunday during the Sunday shit show, the football you know Sunday school show, okay. because I went three and four last week. Not great. I mean, if, if I went over on Baker touchdowns, over one and a half, and if I just tell, told you retrospectively that the Browns are going to score 29, do you think I get there? Yep. I, it was just, I knew I was in for a long day when Jarvis Landry wa- rushed one in. Oh, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, that's exactly how this is going to go. But I tell you what, man, this is going good. I'm excited. We're profitable after, after a week. We're, yep. let, let's see here. Let me, let me pull. Let me switch this this spreadsheet real quick. You are plus three units on the year. I am plus two. So collectively, we're plus five. We're doing okay. You Take know, it. dude. Dude, week one's tough. Oh yeah. I, I don't think week two's done us any real favors. No, week one was it. week one was tough because we had very little information. Week two is now tough because all the spreads are three and a half. Yeah, and yeah. Three, Three and a half spreads are, are really tough, but uh, you make this easy. The spreads are tough. Your co-hosting's easy. That man's name is Dr. Kyle Bowser. You can follow him on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Don't forget to support our sponsors, Manscaped, where you can get 20% off and free shipping by using the code ZONE. You can save money at checkout at Hate Brand Goods by using the promo code MEMPHIS. And... You can get a hold of us by going to Gmail. It's dynastywarzone at gmail.com. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, until next time, money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Dr. Kyle, have a good week, buddy. Good Memphis. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. You- thousand dollars is a cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that, Stanley? Would you prefer to play for Smile?